Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. The Apostle Paul writes, as he is inspired of the Holy Spirit, he writes in Romans chapter 8, verse 32, and he asks this question, and he's speaking of God here, he says in context, he that spared, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. Shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What does that word mean to you? Now, many may question, why are you speaking on Thanksgiving? That was a week or so ago, and we that's already passed, and we're looking forward to Christmas now. We are in the first day of December. That is the very reason that we need to consider the word Thanksgiving. And I want to read some scripture to you. If you, if you truly, as a born-again believer, want to know how to give Thanksgiving, now I'm not saying sitting here telling you, and I'm not going to preach to you about health, wealth, and prosperity. Folks, we need to get to, down to the bare bones of the gospel, and we need to understand that God spared not his son for us all. And when it says all, I mean all. The word of God tells us for he, for, he, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So I ask you again, what does Thanksgiving mean to you? Merriam-Webster defines Thanksgiving. Number The first definition is Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day. What does Thanksgiving mean to you? Is it a, a time, one time a year, where you gather together with your family for a, a wonderful meal, and, and you watch football, and you take time out one that one time one day out of the year to give thanks unto God for all the many blessings He has blessed you with throughout the year? I am not saying we should not do that, but I want to emphasize that we should be continually having a heart of thanks because without God's provision sending his son and giving him son for us all on Cal his son for us all on Calvary's cross do you realize that we would have no hope we would have no mercy we would not know what grace is and certainly we would not have any idea about the great unending and unceasing and unconditional love of God, our Heavenly Father. If he had not sent his son, if you had not had his word to live by in your life as a believer, where would you be right now? If without Christ, where would we all be? Well, I tell you right now, we're probably all dead and in hell right now. But God spared not his own son, but he sent him. He spared him not. And he gives us all things. He shall not hold anything back from us. Now, I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about material things. God does not deal with those things. He says he has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. It makes me sick to my stomach to hear someone stand in the pulpit and tell you God's going to make you rich. God's going to prosper you. God's going to give you all the wonderful things in your life that you ever wanted and ever needed. Yes, God has said in his word, as Paul writes, he said, but my God shall supply 
supply your every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He just We just read right here in Romans chapter 8 verse 32. He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? My friend, God will meet our every need. But we must first receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But I want you to understand something, sinner friend. If you're out there in the world and you're rejecting Christ right now, God is long-suffering to you right now. You need to be thankful in your heart that God has not removed you out of this life yet. Because you, if you depart from this life without Christ as your Savior, you will spend an eternity in hell and in the lake of fire eternally separated from God. My friend, God is long-suffering right now. You say, well, I'm getting away with it. I'm living it up. I'm, I'm sinning. I'm just having the greatest time. God is long-suffering with you. You need to understand that he spared not his son for you and that he is calling your name today. If, the, if you feel a conviction in your heart, that's the calling of the holy and convicting power of the Holy Spirit speaking to you. You need to get right with God. You need to receive Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, so you can, too, have a reason for thanksgiving in your heart. Now, believer friend, I want to read something right to you in the book of Psalm, chapter 100. The word of God tells us here, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not with ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Listen closely, Christian friend true believer, born-again believer in Christ, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. My friends, if you are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, we, you and I as true born-again believers, need to have a continual heart of thanksgiving to God. Now that can be expressed in worship, uh, a corporate praise and, and song uh, in, in a choir or as a congregational singing. That, that can be, uh, that thanksgiving can be expressed in songs of praise to the Lord and his goodness and his mercy and his truth of his word. But the greatest kind of thanksgiving that you and I can have is to enter into his gates and enter into his presence in prayer and humbly come before the greatest place that we have have a power and privilege to be in. That is by the throne in front in the very presence of God himself through Jesus Christ our Lord. We have the power and privilege of prayer. And it is that prayer. We don't need God with him every day with some laundry list of needs. We just need to go and praise our God because he is the Lord Jehovah. He has supplied every need that we have ever needed in our life. And the greatest need was the salvation from the damnation of sin. He has brought us from death to life. He has brought us from 
from damnation to salvation, and he has changed our destination from hell to heaven, where one day we will be with him. He has made the way, and it behooves you and I as his children and the sheep of his pasture to go before him with a heart of thanksgiving in prayer he says enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise to the jew that would speak to the uh, place of the tabernacle or the temple there uh, in jerusalem uh, but you and i we know that our body is the temple of the holy spirit and we don't have to pick up a phone to get a hold of god we don't have to wait on on hold for anybody we don't have to listen to some automated voice talking to us all we have to do is call out unto his name in jesus christ our lord and say father thank you Thank you that you have made me a sheep of your pasture. Thank you that you have get saved my soul. Thank you that I can come before you now into your very presence where you, Lord Jesus, has made it possible that I can come before the throne of grace, that I might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And, Father, thank you for your mercy, and thank you, Father, that your word that I stand upon in my life and live by in my life each and every day, it is truth and it endures to all generations. Live with a heart of thanksgiving, Christian friend, true born-again believer. Live with a heart of thanksgiving. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to the next time that we share in a word from the word of God. God bless.